Blog Talk Radio. On this episode of The Roman Show, Anthony Rumble Johnson takes on Ryan Bader. We ask Johnson what he is expecting on this fight. Plus, well, The Roman Show is featured on TMZ Sports, which airs on Fox Sports 1. We talk about this, plus much more on The Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the face. Booster. Go. Retro. Go. Lido. Go fly. Guidance. Surgeon. Go flight. Go. We're going flight. GNC. We're going. Go. 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 FAO. We are go. Network. Go. Discovery. Go. Capcom. We're go flight. Launch control. This is Houston. We are go for launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Well, this is The Roman Show. Welcome to another episode. And uh, as stated, today's guest, we have Anthony Rumble Johnson, who takes on Ryan Bader this weekend at the UFC on Fox 17. You can see that uh, this weekend on Fox on uh, Channel Seven locally here in Miami, Florida, but you'd have to check your local listing wherever it is, wherever you're listening from. But on the other end, I, I'm your host, Rodolfo Roman, and on the other end, we have George Alonzo. George, how's it going, man? Uh, great, man, great. Just enjoying some nice weather here in good old South Florida. You know, it, it, it's very relaxing, and, you know, like always, always happy to be here at my second home on the Roman Show. Yes, sir. Well, we had a lot of fun uh, this weekend at the Legends of Wrestling where we got to interview a handful of folks, including Kurt Angle, Mick Foley, some local uh, indie talent, and uh, independent wrestlers also who are traveling the nation, displaying their work, and so much more. And uh, George, I mean, even spoke to uh, Monique Dupree, and, uh, an actress who is also a valet. Uh, I think she had the hot for you, man. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to give a special shout out uh, to TMZ Sports, which uh, is on every weekday on Fox Sports One. Featured our inter- our interview with Kurt Angle, who talks about possibly jumping inside the cage. Here, let's take a listen. All right, there you have it. Again, special thanks to TMZ Sports for featuring our story or our interview about Kurt Angle. I appreciate that. And, uh, George, I mean, we're just getting bigger and bigger by the minute. As you know, we already have over 2 million views on our YouTube channels. Uh, and uh, here in Block Talk Radio, our, our, our downloads are just through the roof. We're not making this stuff up. So we're definitely putting on a mark, especially in 2016, George. And it was felt at the Legends of Wrestling... Uh, where we were able to get all this, these great interviews with all these people, and boy, do they have a story to tell, including that interview you had with Mick Foley, and, and people are going to get to see it in just a few. And, and to be honest with you, Ms., uh, Mr. Roman, you know, when I was interviewing Mr. Foley, 
uh, <laughs> when I got to the questions of Noel, uh, which I would not, you know, uh, you know, show off here on the show. I, I want you guys to go watch the video when it's released. When I, <laughs> when I start asking about Noel, you can see Mr. Foley's reaction of like, oh, don't you go there, go over boundaries talking about my daughter. Mm -hmm. And I could, and I could understand as I have a brand new niece in my family, so I could understand the defense of uh, of a father, so mm -hmm. to speak. Now that we're on this topic, and now we're going to kick into reality check. Let the bump hit. And now, it's time to give you a reality check. So there you have a reality check. So this is the uh, our segment of the Roman show. George, uh, I, I just have to get this off my chest here, but Tammy Lynn Cinch, the preview of her pornographic film or her adult film, the teaser has been released. And by God, it is disgusting. You know, China did hers, and you know, fine, whatever. But Tammy Lynn Cinch is just, uh, she's just not appealing, man. Listen, you know, and this is usually not my cup of tea to really touch base on when it comes to like a Hall of Famer and a porn video, but I, I'm going to be shooting straight from the hip. The Tammy Lynn Cinch we know of now, definitely <laughs> a lot of fans are not going to be like, oh my God, I cannot wait to watch that video. Now, if we rewinded her a couple years back, like early 1990s, when she was in the WWE as Sonny, then maybe we're talking something different. You know, maybe if this would have happened then, uh, when she was literally the number one downloaded diva in WWE history in the 1990s. So, that's all I gotta say. I could only imagine. I haven't looked at the teaser myself, but to me, this is... I have to say I agree with what uh, one of your guests mentioned. Hey, everyone has their reasons. Mr. Steamboat said it. Yep. But it's really depressing when you see a WWE Hall of Famer go as far as doing what she's doing. Let me ask you a question. Who would you go for, China or Tammy Lynn Stint, if you had a choice? Oh, God. I'm going to give it to you, man. You have to choose one. Uh, what kind of question is that? Um, damn. Uh, huh. to be honest with you, I, I get, wow, hard question. I guess I will go for China. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so too. I, I, you know, I, I'm with you on that one. Just, just because I, I guess China takes care of her body a little bit more, uh, at least when she did do that porn video, uh, I believe it was called One Night in China, I believe. Or China Through the Back Door, one of those. I, I, I want to hear from the fans listening. I know it's an outrageous question, but if you did have a choice from you males, uh, who would you choose, China or Tammy Lynn Sitch? Make sure you tweet your answer to at the Roman Show. What's that? M Mr. Roman, didn't they actually uh, release China's sex tape with uh, Sean Waltman, X-Pac? Yeah. Didn't they, they actually do that? Yeah, yeah, they, they did. The, that, that, that was a video that was released. It was through the... Vivid, actually, I think, released it. And it's a company, Red Light or Red Light. I can't remember the top of my head, but they did. They did release it. It was one night in China, and then obviously later on she did her own porn stunts and so forth. But one of them was backdoored through China or something. But 
Yeah, it was released. X-Pac was in the porn. If you want to say it. All right, moving forward, let's get serious here. AJ Styles made his debut in the Royal Rumble. It was a long rumor, and finally it happened. AJ Styles, the phenomenal, has made his way to the WWE. And then on Monday Night Raw, he gets to be involved in an awesome match against an awesome opponent, Chris Jericho. I had the opportunity of being there in person, and what a great matchup that was. So this definitely is, is setting up and changing the playground in the world wrestling entertainment, George. AJ Styles just brings something really phenomenal to the WWE. Uh, I see what you did, what you did there. Phenomenal to the WWE. Yep. AJ, yeah, anyway, the, the point is this. The WWE has gold on their plate now. And not saying that they didn't before because they did, you know, with such characters as Cesaro, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, you know, it's no different from them. But right now they have one major card on their deck right now, and that's AJ Styles. And they have to be very careful with what they do with him because not only do you have the WWE fans on your side now, but you have the smart marks and you also have the independent you know, you have the internet wrestling fans, and you also have the independent wrestling fans' attention now by bringing in such a person as AJ Styles. Uh, you know, when when AJ actually this week they they did a WWE poll and asked, "Do you ever see AJ Styles as a future WWE World Heavyweight Champion?" When I voted for that, 86% of that vote was saying yes. Okay, so you cannot. Treat AJ Styles as a guy that, you know, it, it, that's just going to be pushed to the sidelines. You know, that's just going to be another mad person there because look what happened to the Dudleys. <clears throat> you know, they're still being used. I'm not, you know, disagreeing with that. But when the Dudleys came back, all of a sudden they got that big pop. Now you barely see them on television. You cannot do that with someone like AJ Styles because. Again, not only are you dealing with the WWE fans now, but you're dealing with a higher and bigger, smarter community in the wrestling commute. Yeah, more educated crowd. I definitely agree with you on that. And AJ Styles is no bum. The guy has been around for a long time. He actually did a stunt in the WWE way, way, way long time ago. He was the face of TNA Impact Wrestling. He became a huge, even a bigger star in Japan and New Japan Pro Wrestling. And AJ Styles is an incredible talent that brings a lot of action inside the squared circle. And the guy has that it factor. And you're right, George. He is bringing that, that fan base, that indie fan base, the more educated community into the world of wrestling uh, entertainment. So that means that they have to be very careful on how they use AJ Styles and not push him aside like they have done with the Dudley Boys, which I agree. They, they should have had the tag titles. I don't know why they didn't give it to them. But here's another thing, Mr. Roman, and this just proves... To the, the the community that came with AJ Styles, they they came out with a T-shirt of for AJ Styles the night of the Royal Rumble. Sold okay. out. After he debuted, they released his shirt onto the local internet through WWE's Shop.com. Local Cheap plug. plug. Yep. Okay. The next day, they were officially sold out of every single adult size AJ Styles T-shirt. And they have no idea when they will be able to restock on that item because even pre-orders are backed up. Wow. Isn't that amazing? So, that just goes to show you how much of a big, huge fan base this guy has. Exactly. So that's why I'm saying WWE, the 
don't do anything stupid. Just saying. You got the fan base you were looking for. Don't drop the ball. You've been warned. Turning on to other another story here, Austin Aries made his debut or has made his way into NXT, actually, better said. And also, Shinsuke Namasuki is now going to be a part of NXT. It was announced in the taping. He will be part of the Dallas event where he is facing Sami Zayn. That in itself is phenomenal. So we see more faces that were very popular in the independent scene making their way into NXT. And George, what I'm going to talk about is how little by little, WWE is grabbing this top indie talent and getting them away from the ROHs, from the TNAs, from the New Japan, and from so much more. Heck, even Lucha Underground, the executive producer, came on and said that WWE was on the verge of wiping out their entire roster because they wanted to contract every single one of the wrestlers. George, what's going on here, man? Okay. This is going to be a little lengthy answer, but I'm going to try to cut it down a little bit because I know we have only so little time here. Long story short is this. I had a conversation with one of the gentlemen, uh, one of the uh, staff members of Legend of Wrestling this past week. And he was agreeing with me when I said that the WWE is picking up every single independent talent that there is out there. But, and I told him straight up with this, and he agreed with me. I told him, hey, even though the WWE is picking up every well-known independent wrestler, that's not an issue. Don't worry, fans. Keep on supporting indie wrestling. Because guess what? We could always create another top indie guy. You never know who will ever walk out of that curtain as your next top indie guy. When when the WWE picked up all these names like Austin Aries, AJ Styles, um, Kevin Owens, uh, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, the, the the indies popped out more great names, including Trevor Lee that now cur- currently works for uh, Pro Wrestling Gorilla, or Speedball Mike Bailey. Uh, another guy, Adam Cole, still in the independent leagues. Roderick Strong, Michael Bennett, you know, things like things like that. So the the independents are still strong, but the WWE is playing a smart game as well. And to be honest with you, it it's all goes back to what the the whole AJ Styles issue. They're trying to bring in a different fan base. Yeah, so, I, I see it definitely shifting gears little by little from that cartoonish. PG type of thing to you see I think that what Triple H is trying to do is he understands this whole KFEB thing and it, and it, it's working and, he, and it's shifting and you see it it's even though we all know that it is pro wrestling and, and some of it is staged but we're seeing a little bit of more seriousness into it and that's why guys like an Austin Aries of an AJ Styles a Kevin Owens a Sami Zayn are coming in making it look a bit more realistic with a strong style type of wrestling I mean we saw that when AJ stepped inside uh, the split circle and he, he went up to Kevin Owens, those guys were going hard at each other. But, but Mr. Roman, you, like back in the day when I used to be a host of another show uh, known as Reality Check Radio, uh, sorry for the plug, um, I don't do it anymore, folks, so don't even try to look it up. Uh, but basically, I used to interview many, many wrestlers on that show, many top indie guys, and they all would tell me, it does not, it's not just, you know, 
the the entertainment, but it's also the sport. You have in order to survive in this sport, in order to survive in this world, you have to evolutionize yourself and, and keep on evolving because the, the the sport or the business keeps evolving. It doesn't stay where it is. It, it, it proved the point when people grew out of the style of the 80s wrestling or 90s wrestling, and look what they've turned into. The, the, the fans know what's going on now backstage because of the internet. Okay, so don't think for one second that the typical wrestling fan is dumb. Oh, was it the Triple H said? You either push or, what is it, you either push or prevail, or was it? Remember you, that one? You either, pre- Adapt. Uh, you either, you either uh, prevail or perish like the rest. Yeah, that's what it was. I think that was a good old thing. And it's true. I mean, it's just a matter of time since we see that shift. And I think we had the, you know, the 1980s, the Hogan and the Macho Man. Then we had the whole Attitude Era with the Austins and the Rock and then obviously WCW. And then it's pretty stagnant after that. You know, there hasn't been a lot of competition. And I think now with Lucha Underground, Ring of Honor, heck, even TNA Impact is picking up on the ratings. So now I think all these little groups are really pushing WWE to change and we're seeing that by bringing in guys like AJ Styles, Namasuki, Austin Aries, Sami Zayn, and so forth. And now we're seeing that stage. So we're definitely headed, uh, as the Triple H has called it, what, the, the reality era? Uh, and, and, and it's really shifting to that. And it's, a, it's about time that, at last, finally, they listen to the fans and they, they're giving us what we want. And, and I'm, and I'm going to throw this out on, uh, on a boat here. But, and a lot of people are going to probably say on your, on your chat room or, or something, but, you know, I cannot wait till Triple H actually gains full, uh, full power of the WWE because literally I see a whole different change coming to the WWE once that happens. And a lot of people are going to probably say, oh, I wish it was Shane McMahon, or I wish it was Stephanie, or I wish, uh, you know, Triple H would do this, or, or maybe he, or people would say, oh, he already is. But you know what, guys, if you're a fan of NXT, guess what? That's Triple H's baby. That's his project. If you like NXT, you'll definitely like what he'll do to the WWE. And we're just going to have to wait for that. But last topic, three-way dance in uh, Fastlane, the winner of that gets the champion Triple H won the Royal Rumble and became the new WWE champion. You got the three-way dance between Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, and Dean Ambrose. Fastlane, they've been really pushing it to be a very significant pay-per-view, not just a pay-per-view that's just there in the middle between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. But this one has some significance to it because you have Brock, you have Ambrose, and you have Reigns. Obviously, the rumored main event for uh, for the WrestleMania will be Roman Reigns versus Triple H. But George, you gotta admit that three-way dance is pretty in- exciting. Actually, it is. Uh, I like the the WrestleMania. What was it? Thirty-one uh, between Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar was extremely good. You know, I remember having conversations with you, Mr. Roman, saying, oh, my God, that match is probably going to be so boring because Roman Reigns is so plain and Brock Lesnar, all he does is suplex. But it was extremely good, you know, for the amount of impact, uh, the amount of how real that fight was. It actually looked like they were in a real fight. Okay? And, And I loved it. I loved from bell to bell. Add a little bit of the lunatic, uh, lunatic, uh, lunatic, lunatic fringe. fringe in there. 
a whole lot of ass kicking and a whole lot of action. But that pretty much wraps up reality, uh, the reality show segment of uh, the reality check segment of the Roman show. And we'll be right back as now we will welcome Anthony Rumble Johnson, who will be part of the UFC on Fox main event this Saturday, January 30th. Check it out on Fox. We'll be right back. Guys, I know how hard it is to work year-round, day-long, week-long. Then you come home and you get all this other stress. Well, let Massages and Space take care of you. That's MassagesandSpace.com. Check them out. They are located in Miami. All you got to do is buzz. give them a buzz. They'll treat your body right. And trust me, you'll walk out like brand new. MassagesandSpace.com. All right, Anthony, well, thanks uh, so much for taking some time here. Obviously, you have this great fight. Main event, UFC on Fox uh, 18, January 30th against Ryan Bader. Well, how do you see yourself coming into this fight? How's the training been? Everything's been great. Uh, Training's been very good. Um, No injuries. I'm healthy. I feel great. Um, I think the fight is going to be fun for me. Now, obviously, uh, Bader, you know, he just recently defeated one of your teammates, uh, Rashad Evans. Uh, do you see it's kind of like a little revenge, you know, trying to get one back for your for your for your teammate? <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Um, Bader's Bader's a tough opponent. I just want to be able to fight the best. Um, the only reason I wanted to fight him was because he feels like he's you know up for a title shot, and I respect him and I understand where he's coming from. But to me, as a man, as a fighter, don't feel like you deserve something. Like that after you beat somebody that's basically been out for a year and a half, two years, you know. So I don't, I just don't get how anybody can feel that way. But at the same time, he he, he has been winning, so I get where he's coming from. Yeah, it's a good thing you should mention. That. I was gonna follow up with that because uh, he he was uh, putting himself out there saying that he deserved a shot and uh, blasting it out there on the internet. You, you got him credit where credit is due, though. He was campaigning for himself. Excuse me. That you, you got you got to give him credit though he was campaigning for himself to get the title shot. No 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 I, like I said I respect it I understand where it's coming from but just me as a fighter mm-hmm. I I feel I deserve a title that's been injured and out for that long you know so the, the, I mean mm-hmm. it, it is what it is you know he he feels that he deserves I mean who am I to tell him no I mean he, he's his own man but as when it comes down to fighting I just don't think that. The right thing to do. So, as a fighter, do you think it's appropriate then for any fighter, not just Bader, but anyone in particular, to go out and say, "Hey, I deserve that shot," and you know, try to rally up your fans and say, "Hey, write to the UFC to get him that title shot," or, or are you just a type of fighter that say that says, "I'm just going to let my my work do the talking for me." Well, you know, when you put in the work and the time, you know, you should you should get it. You deserve it. Um, you know, like I said. I understand where Peter's coming from. I just don't feel like he should have said it after beating somebody that's been out and that that was injured. But um, I think every fighter, if they feel like they deserve a title shot, do it. You know, but make sure you know when to to campaign for a title shot. Now, with Bader, obviously he's a he's a good good fighter, been around for some time here. And what type of fight do we expect? Uh, you you know you have that knockout power. He's knocked out some folks himself, but both of you guys got that wrestling background too. So what can we expect from this fight? Uh, I think it's going to be uh, kind of a cat and mouse type fight. You know what I mean? But both of us are going to go out there and lay it on the line. Because so, we both know 
uh, what we have to lose and what we have to gain with this fight. So, uh, I mean, for one, for me, I, I'm the one calling him out, you know. I have to prove that me calling him out wasn't a mistake. And for him, he has to prove that he can hang with the big dogs, you know what I'm saying, and beat me so he can get to the title. So both of us have, you know, our reasons and stuff like that why we should win this fight. And Anthony, obviously, you know, you had that title shot with Daniel Cormier. Uh, it didn't go your way, unfortunately. But this fight right here could determine that as you can get another title shot. How, how, would you, you know, of course, every fight is, is different, but were there any nerves going into that title fight that, that uh, leading up against Cormier, knowing that it was a title fight unlike the others in the UFC? No, it wasn't the fact. No, not at all. Um, I, I felt the same. Um, just the... The last-minute change of opponent really, really screwed with me. You know, I didn't have time to prepare mm-hmm. like I wanted to, but at the end of the day, Daniel beat me. And gotcha. And obviously, we we still don't know uh, in regards to that title fight with Daniel Cormier, John Jones, when it's going to happen and whatnot. But who, who? How do you see that fight going? Uh, if they fight again, yeah. When they fight again, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's going to be the same result as the first one. That's just how I see it. And would you prefer to fight John Jones over there, Cormier, or would you just go with anyone that take they give you? Anyone that they give me at this point. Now, obviously, you're in the Black Zillions. Uh, the Black Zillions for some time they were they were on uh, a bunch of rumors floating around. What what's the status of the Black Zillions? How's the team doing? Oh, we're great. We're great. Everybody's having fun. We're training hard, man. Uh, I don't even I don't know who started that rumor. It was stupid because my my trainer, my coach Henry Hoop. He asked me about it, and I was like, dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I'm in the gym every day. Mm-hmm. So um, it was it was pretty dumb for whoever started that rumor. So, I mean, I guess, you know, like they say, all all, all press is good press, all media is good media, whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> it, got, it got our name out there more, which is fine with me. The, yeah, and, and I mean, you, you guys have a strong, solid team. You got Abel Trujillo, yourself, Rashad. Uh, you got Jason Jackson, who's on The Ultimate Fighter. Uh, Danilo, you, had, you just had uh, Firmino who just fought, uh, Buscape, sorry, who just fought this weekend yep. in the World Series of Fighting. You guys got some talented people out there. Yeah, my, my, we also had a dude named uh, Denzel, Denzel Freeman. He he uh, he wanted to, this was his first amateur fight. He's been training with the pros from day one, so a uh, big shout out to him. But yeah, we have a pretty solid team, man. Um, I just think we're going to just keep getting better and better. Anthony, I, I read in, in an interview that maybe in the next three years or so you might retire and hang up your boots. I remember seeing you at a at a wrestling show, a WWE wrestling show. What are the possibilities of getting you in a in a WWE ring or a professional wrestling ring? King Mo did it. King Mo did it. Why yeah, not? I mean, right. If, if, if the price is right, sign me up. <laughs> price is right. That's all I can say. Now, speaking of entertainment, you were in a movie in uh, The Warrior uh, a few years ago. Uh, any chances of you getting back in uh, into Hollywood somewhere somehow? Or have you been offered anything? You know, what, I haven't even I haven't thought about it at all. But uh, I wouldn't mind, you know, getting my feet wet in that in that business. You know, it's this is a good business. It's tough. People don't realize how hard acting actually is. You know, they they have to do so many takes over and over and over again. It's like just repetition, just like fighting, man. It's tough. You know, and people think they just go out there and say these lines and go on into the next scene. You know, because that's the way they make it look in the movie. But it's not when you're on set, bro. It's it's a lot of work. 
What what type of film? It would be an action film. I mean, imagine you could be a person in uh, in the Expendables or Joanne Couture who was on it as well. I mean, if I was going to be in a movie, that that would probably probably be the type of movie I would want to be in. So, yeah, hopefully an action movie. I'm trying to be like Jason Statham. He gets all he gets all the good movies now, and he probably don't know how to fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much for your time, man, and wish you good luck uh, this weekend against Bader on the main event there of UFC uh, uh-huh. on Fox 18. So thanks so much, man. It represents South Florida. Guys, I know how hard it is to work year-round, day-long, week-long. Then you come home and you get all this other stress. Well, let Massages in Space take care of you. That's massagesinspace.com. Check them out. They are located in Miami. All you got to do is buzz. give them a buzz. They'll treat your body right and trust me, you'll walk out like brand new. Massageyourface.com And now, it's time to give you a reality check. Well, the world of MMA has been pretty much uh, touched here very much so because UFC 196, well, UFC 196 is no longer, does no longer exist. It's now turned into a UFC on the Fox uh, program with Johnny Hendricks there being part of the main event. Cain Velasquez was supposed to fight for Visa Verdum for the heavyweight title. However, Cain suffered an injury and then... About 24 hours later, Verdun says, I'm out too. I also have an injury. So the UFC starts thinking of what to do with this event since it really does not have that pay-per-view feel to it since there is no heavyweight title on the line. There is no heavyweight title, period, on this on this fight card. So what do they do? They go to Plan B, which is feature the show on Fox Sports. And the UFC has always had a major pay-per-view show during the Super Bowl weekend. But this time around, it's not going to happen due to the injury bug taking out Kane and Verdum. Obviously, many people were upset that this happened, and some of them were actually very upset at Verdum for backing out of a fight because he did have an opponent. That was uh, Mishik, who stepped in for as a replacement for Kane. But once Verdun found out that Mishik was going to be his opponent, he backed down. So what ended up happening, George? Well, a little good former champion, John Jones, offered to step in to be a main event of UFC 196 and fight Mishik. But he said that the only way he would be part of this fight card if it's the heavyweight title were to be in the line. Obviously, that did not happen. Hence, we have now this pay-per-view become a TV show. But you have to give credit where credit is due. John Jones offered. He wanted to step in, George. And we all know what happened way, way back when. When uh, John Jones decided to drop out of a fight card. Remember that one? Because they gave him an opponent that he didn't like. And it was a whole big ordeal. Yep, and that's called redeeming your name. <laughs> he stepped in. <laughs> He stepped in. He he did it. I believe they were going to give him Chael, Chael Sonnen. I believe it was Chael Sonnen that wanted to step in. And John Jones said, look, I, it's, that's not right. Let's not do it. And uh, he just backed down because his original opponent uh, 
had uh, backed away. But you're right. He does kind of redeem himself here by saying, hey, look, I'll take the fight at heavyweight. And mind you, John Jones fights at light heavyweight. But he was willing to step in there and be a soldier and save this pay-per-view. But that's not the case. It's now become a TV program, not on pay-per-view. It's going to be on Fox Sports 1. So check out there with Johnny Hendricks being in that fight card. And there's some other interesting fights, too, that you, you want to see. Now, moving forward, Jose Aldo, we finally have heard from the former champion. He's come out on the record saying, listen, I've been quiet, uh, but I've been training, and I've looked back, and all I want is to have a rematch against Conor McGregor. He said he was ready, but for some reason, he lost, whatever the reason is. But now, he, he doesn't care if it's for a title or not. All he does is, he, all he wants is a piece of Conor McGregor. The title does not need to be involved. And he even called out the UFC saying, I believe in my company and I'll support my company. Now give me what you promised. Well, it turned out, George, that Dana White got a hold of his comments. And what did he say? Well, he said this. And I'm paraphrasing. Dana White basically said is, it's hard to make that match happen or that fight happen. You have to think about it like this. He said that the first time around, Conor McGregor and Aldo were supposed to fight. Aldo had to pull out because of an injury. Then they do the fight again, and Aldo loses in 13 seconds. He does have a point. You do got to give him credit where credit is due. Now, this could be also an attack to Jose Aldo after Jose Aldo has been talking garbage about the whole Reebok and UFC deal. So this could be retribution from Dana White and the UFC. We still have not heard anything yet, but Jose Aldo just said it. I don't want to fight anyone else. The only person that I want to fight is Conor McGregor, title or no title. Now, my, my question for the, the fans in this question is, is that let's say uh, if Aldo does get the rematch, okay, let's just imagine this. Aldo gets the rematch, okay? It's not for the title, and he gets knocked out again in whether it be 13 seconds, 10 seconds, 30 seconds, one minute, whatever be the case. He gets knocked down again. Wh who's really getting hurt here? Is it the UFC, Aldo, or both? In my, in my opinion, it's both. Because Dana White will be putting all this money into the rematch of the century, you know, and he will lose it all, <laughs> possibly. You know, because of the whole one-minute or short fight. Because Dana put in so much money in the original fight just for 13 seconds. You know how many people were probably upset walking out of that arena, wanting to see an epic fight, and all they got was 13 seconds? <laughs> and and he, let's put it this way. The bantamweight women, Holly Holm and Ronda Rousey, put on more of a show than Aldo and Holly Holm, okay? They I mean, sure and, did. And, uh, yeah, sorry. Ronda Rousey and Holly Holm put on a better show than Aldo and McGregor. And by the way, speaking of Ronda Rousey and shifting gears, she was on SNL. She was a host. And by God, many, many people just attacked her. All she did basically was uh, congratulate Holly Holm for her victory. But I will tell you this. She was not the best of a host uh, Ronda Rousey was on SNL. So, huh, we'd be pretty much interesting to see if she'll host another Saturday Night Live Ronda Rousey, or maybe she well, just stick to the movies. What's that? Well, for 
what I hear, she did attack the WWE on one of the segments on the show. Hmm. I'm going to have to look back and uh, YouTube that one. George, that's pretty much all we have for you in the segment of MMA Showdown. Remember to tune in the UFC on Fox fight card this weekend. Bader versus Anthony Johnson is going to be a good fight. Bader has been campaigning for that title fight. He says he deserves this title because he's been on a on a fight fight win streak, which he does make sense. But realistically speaking, here he just defeated Rashad Evans, who has not fought in over a year, and now he's just saying that, hey, I deserve this title shot. Like if he just defeated, you know, this unstoppable force. Well, he's going to have to test his skills against Anthony Johnson, who just recently, not too long ago, back in May, fought Daniel Cormier for the title. And uh, Johnson really packs the heat with his hand. So he does have extremely high knockout power. So, fun to see who comes out the victor in this fight. And the winner of this will more than likely get a title shot on his next fight. That pretty much wraps up this show, George. We'll catch everyone next week right here. On the Roman Show, if you haven't been on, you haven't been heard. Till next time.